This podcast is rated off for realness. Explicit fucking content. <laughs> Email. Whoopsie. Uh-oh. We're live, pal. We are live. Welcome, everybody. To episode 191 of the Basement Bookers Podcast. I am Jerry on the spot. Your reigning, defending, <laughs> heavyweight champion of the world. I just said my name already. I did it. I did it backwards. I messed up. We're going to keep going. We're going to roll the momentum forward as I continue my forever reign as the champion of the basement. And with me is the challenged. Forever the challenger, Richter is. Richter is. How are you doing? Are you okay? Wait, I can predict. You know, I, I have to take a shot. You know, it's, it's the only thing I can do. One day. <laughs> One day. Well, you miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. That is correct. Yes. So here we are. One week removed uh, from the tables, ladders, and chairs pay-per-view. I didn't even let you speak, so you can say stuff. Nah, it's alright, I don't, I mean, we're gonna talk about the show, obviously. Yes, we're gonna talk a lot about the show, a lot of hits and misses, uh, a lot of cool surprises, not really. So, yeah, but first, we're gonna have to start the evening off with appetizers, you know, you can't just go to a restaurant and just go straight to the entree. But I've seen people just order the appetizer, and that's it. Oh, they'll just have the entree. But we do both because we're gentlemen. That's right. That's how we do things. Yes, that's right. So to continue last week, because last week was kind of a crazy week. We had a lot of things. We had some changes to the pay-per-view. By the way, did you like why I titled our episode last week? Yes. Do you remember what it was? Uh, No. Two TLC. Two last-minute changes. That was very good. Thank you. I was like, shit, I gotta do something. All right. So, there was a lot going on last week. Amid all that going on, we never discussed Neville's departure. That somehow I got. I thought we did. I don't, I don't know. We actually didn't. I edited, so I know. Oh. That means you listened. Because you had to. That's right. So. Fucking We're a Neville. Late here. Neville, Neville took his ball and went home. He, he was unhappy with creative. And it's the same thing that I said about um, Austin Aries. Like, just have patience. You know, you're there. After, like, if for six months you're really unhappy with your creative, then maybe go. But, yeah. I, I'm of the school of, like... Because... There's stuff that bothers me that no one's going to understand mm-hmm. because it's my world. But, like, he lives in that world and that's his world. Maybe he sees it as, like, his art or something. Maybe he's pitched things that, like, you know, never landed or something. I don't know. It but- could be. I just, I, I don't think that, oh, I have to lose to Enzo. I don't think that should be, like, the last straw. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's not everything. Obviously, it's not. Some rumors said that he's been unhappy even since January. We know, supposedly, he had been unhappy about uh, being left off the WrestleMania DVD. 
Yeah, but it's not just a DVD. So it's a Blu-ray also? Yeah. So what's, what's, what's up with that? I get it. And is there even any Neville merch? There was the one shirt they released when he was a face. I could and... have sworn there was like a cape. I had no idea because it looked like he was having a good time being mm. a champ and a, and a heel and stuff. And this was he was over on this run. Yeah, I guess he was just projecting anger or maybe he just didn't want to be a, a face. He didn't want to lose to Enzo clean. Uh, whatever. I mean, hopefully he comes back. I would love to see heel Neville back. But I think if he does decide to come back, though, he'll probably start out as a face because everyone would be happy to see him back. And You know, personally... I've been, sorry, uh, microphone and future me, but personally, I feel I've been in situations similar to Neville's, but not even close, but like in my own world where it's like, I work my ass off to hone my craft to get better. And it's like this other person, you know, uh, and this is like, you know, a previous work experience. But, so it's not anyone now, but it's like, they treat this person like, like they're the second coming of, of Jesus. You know, they disappeared at, for X amount of time, and it's me and my team. And they're just gone. And I'm pretty sure when they return, and they can't just return, and still have a job waiting for them. And it's like, this person's gonna get all the things. Because we like them better, or etc. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's that's tough. That's a hard thing to go through. If you haven't been through that, then you don't know. I guess. Well, maybe it's not the same. Maybe he's just spoiled. I don't know. I don't know anything about what's happening. We're just speculating. Well, Neville, if uh, if you want to talk, come on the show. You know where we're at. We 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 could we could do stuff. We'll learn to Skype if that's what it takes to talk to you. No, dude, bro, you wouldn't, you wouldn't invite Neville to your basement? He could come to my house. He'll, he'll love your Funko collection. Maybe, or he'll probably think we're going to murder him. We ain't kill us. We just pop a lot. Face and Jerry's been listening to a lot of, uh, sorry, Jerry on the spot has listened to a lot of uh, MOP lately. The real recognizes real. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently watching Moondocks. Real always recognizes real, though. That's true. Okay. I'm from the streets. Me too, bro. Same streets. You know, y'all don't Still know. Still alive. No projects. All right. I, I, I lived in a house behind a house next to a vacant lot. Still live in a house. I wish I lived in a house. Oh, I mean, we're both in... Uh, well, I said house. I mean apartment. Um, but, you know. It was a two-family. It was a two-family. Oh, I lived on a nice floor project. I was in an apartment building Listen. also. Listen. Listen. All right. Let's crack loud. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I've seen drug deals on the way to school. Yeah, I, <laughs> dude, I used to fucking when I lived on Seoul Avenue or when I lived on Neptune Avenue, even I'd be counting crack files on my way to school, on my way to the B five bus. Remember the B five? Dude, is it even around anymore? No, the five and the fifty five merged into eighty two like twenty years ago. It should technically be the fifty. It should be math, bro. Mm-hmm. I don't even know where we come up with these numbers. Or five fifty five. Yeah, that's a lot of numbers. Both these two. What about the M101? Uh, yeah, Manhattan's like cool, kind of cool like that. Yeah, like and the bus. 34th, 34th Street. Yeah, Manhattan. yeah, mm-hmm. that's good. 
Like that makes sense. Five. Brooklyn, they're just like, ah, whatever, just fucking with yeah, the shit fucking around. just do whatever. Who gives a shit? <laughs> we're, we're done talking about it. All right, relax, yeah. guys. Yeah, we, we we out the hood now. Yeah, we're back. We're we back. Can't, you can't take the hood out of us. But anyway, true that. Yeah. Speaking up? of departures, Impact announced this past Monday that their business relationship with both Jeff Jarrett and Global Force Wrestling is officially over. Is it even a thing anymore, VFW? That is a great question, and I have kind of a follow-up. Is it about Jeff Jarrett going to rehab? Oh, yeah. Jeff Jarrett is in WWE-sponsored rehab. According to the Wrestling Observer newsletter, newsletter, this came just after... Uh, he showed up to an RCW event in Canada last Saturday drunk and then no-showed their next day event. Yeah, I was wondering if we'd have to hear about him. They found him in a ditch or something, so I'm good. I'm glad that they uh, decided to help him. Uh, I Yeah, because, like, honestly, he he does have a good mind for the business. Maybe he doesn't have a great business sense, but he has a good mind for the business. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe he's not great with money. I don't know how well this Global Force Gold thing is going for him. Probably not that too well. That is sketchy shit. No right kidding. There. I don't <laughs> Buy gold for me. Why? Like, I, 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 some will say I'm kind of gullible, but it's like, what? What are we doing here? <laughs> so you're a wrestling promoter and you want to sell me gold? That's like that. I buy gold shit. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. <sighs> Except this is you know a pyramid scheme because you could work for Jeff Jarrett, right? No thanks. Uh, well, not long after returning to Impact Wrestling, Taryn and Impact Wrestling uh, announced last week that she has left the company. Uh, mutual agreement there. Uh, causing them to change the upcoming, upcoming Battle for Glory match from a fatal four-way to a triple threat. With Sienna defending the Knockouts Championship against Gail Kim and Allie. I thought Gail Kim retired. She is retiring after this year. Okay. So I guess she's going to win the match. Yeah, she wants to retire as champ. One more run with the title, brother. Yup. And a rumor. Let's call this a rumor. According to... Now, this isn't the first time I'm actually citing my main source here. According to Jeff Whalen at Raja.com... Roman Reigns, Bray Wyatt, and Bo Dallas are set to be reevaluated this Monday, so they may be back as early as then on Monday Night Raw. He's also reporting that Roman specifically was diagnosed with mumps, and that the entire roster was told to get immunized. How are you not immunized for the mumps already? I don't know. I thought we're supposed to do that. Like, might be different for Samoans. I don't know about Bray and Bo, but you know. I just thought it's because they're dirty. Maybe, cause, well, I mean... I mean, Bray Wyatt are, looks filthy. Are they, they're not older than us, are they? I don't know. No, I don't think so. I don't know. I guess they didn't think they'd ever get it. Shows you. Seriously. Uh, let me look it up real quick. I see. Okay, according to Wikipedia, meningitis is a complication of mumps. So, if you get mumps, you can develop meningitis from it. 
So that explains where the whole meningitis theory came from. Symptoms include fever, muscle pain, headache, and those all line up with uh, meningitis. So, so JoJo didn't have the meningitis; she was just kept off just in case. Well, JoJo was kept off just in case. Okay. Um, but the other three may have mumps, may have meningitis. We are still in the dark. WWE hasn't announced, and even still, like, whatever. We we don't know what though, what they're gonna tell us and what they're not gonna. Okay. And that is all for the appetizers this week. Uh, okay. Well, with the appetizers done, let's... You know what? We got another round of appetizers. The kind of appetizers are a little different. Let's call it antipast. Okay. As they say in Italian. We got our guest guessers. There was only one difference between the two of them, and that was the AJ Styles-Finn Balor match. And our challenger... Tommy Chosen picked Finn Balor, who won. So we have a new guest guessers champion, and he even suggested a name for the title itself. All right, let's let's have it. He wants to be called the Inconsequential Championship. What does inconsequential mean? Not relevant. So he's our IC champ. <laughs> I'll allow it. I figured you would since it means irrelevant. Well, I'm glad somebody else won because if you stop giving reasons for your picks, then you don't care enough about your championship. Oh. You know, I feel like that's the truth. And it's not a personal attack or anything. I'm just stating truth. Why are you trying to fan the flames there? I see you over there. Not me. You're instigating. You said, oh. I heard you. Oh, yeah, that's what I do. I hype. I'm a hype man. Well, you don't need to hype this. And now, for the result. Well, why would you pick AJ Styles to beat Finn Balor? I don't know. It's weird. I told, uh, I, I told Chris he might win, but, I mean, we said on air that we're probably going to have a new champ. Yeah. You, you said it first, even. Yeah, because, so let's talk about this for a second. Okay. Finn Balor beat AJ Styles clean. Yes. In a great match. One of the best matches seen. Yes. And then on Raw, he gets beat by Kane. Also clean. Very clean. Like, I think he might have been squashed. I wouldn't call it a squash, but it was a short match. I have an explanation. Okay. Finn Balor got beat by Kane. Right. That's it. Yeah. Not the demon. See... Ah. See, because Finn Balor, the demon is undefeated. That is correct. The demon, Finn Balor, is undefeated. That's right. Pumpkinhead. But Finn Balor, Mm -hmm. he loses stuff. By the way, it wasn't just me. that The paint on his back looked like the Bacardi logo. A little bit, but there's a closer picture of Mm -hmm. it. I know it's not. But from far away. It definitely looked inspired by it. And, you know, icy alcohol, I call it out. I, 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 or know, drink it. I know you do. I know you do. So everybody who's sweating the fact that, look, yeah, it's not ideal. There's plenty of other guys that Kane could have beat up. But coming off of that match against AJ Styles, man, I don't know. And the whole time the but, AJ Styles versus Finn Balor match, mm-hmm. they keep talking about, oh, he, he was last minute he flew in. You don't have to do that. Right. It's like, you don't need to protect AJ Styles. No. It's 
Finn Balor, demon Finn Balor, mm-hmm. was undefeated. Yeah. So still, still, that's your out. Mm-hmm. That's your out. That's that's all I have to say about that. I agree a lot. Like we say all the time, wins and losses should matter. I feel like in this case, Finn losing to Kane, it's like he can take a loss. He just had a classic match against AJ Styles the night before. You could say he was hurt, not injured, but hurt because it was a rough match. You could say, you know, he had no idea what to expect of Kane or whatever. It's the, not even that, though. The demon, a, the Demon Finn Balor is still undefeated. B, it's not that big a deal. It's one match. Yeah, well, I, on the other side, Devil's Ad, like, it's supposed to be the other way around. Like, the veteran's supposed to put over the new talent. Right. But then it's like, okay, but Braun Strowman's also a new talent. So what if they're trying to build Kane up? So it's like when Strowman beats Kane, it's a big deal. Or what if if Kane and Finn end up feuding, Finn obviously is going to end up winning it. Yeah, eventually. But I don't think that's the case. I think they're going Strowman-Kane right now. Hmm. Which is like, I do recall Strowman beating Kane up previously before the brand split. Like, I'm, when he was with the Wyatt family, I'm pretty sure Strowman beat up Kane. Oh, the Wyatt family? Probably. Yes, I'm like... I, I, I didn't take the time to research this and to check this, but it's like, doesn't matter. Like, WWE has this revisionist history, this, like, continuity thing. So it's like, I guess this is like a new chapter. A guy that hasn't been in the ring in how long could give trouble to a monster among men who you've been pushing as this unstoppable force. And Finn Balor, who's a new talent, you know, a young guy. But yeah, there's a difference. But I, I just think there were other guys. Either way, you can't win. I uh, yeah, it, it's it's tough because we don't know what the big picture is, and the big picture can change all the time anyway. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, does he not? Does the old man not have faith in Finn Balor? Who knows? Who's to say? I don't know. We don't know. You can't know what the man. I don't think. I I don't think the old man doesn't have faith in Finn Balor. He made him Universal Champ his first friggin' month there or whatever it was. Yeah. Beat Roman Reigns clean. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, again, revisionist history. It's like a year ago, pal. It is. So, it's there's a lot of shrugging. It's Just a lot of shrugging to be done. Doing a lot of shrugging. Yeah. A, lot, a lot of shrugging. My, my, my trap's getting a good workout from it. Yeah. I should I should weight my shoulders. Really work out the traps with the shrugging. Yeah. That'd be yeah. cool. Well, no. If you just get a dumbbell in each hand and you... Yeah, but I want to hold. I don't want to hold dumbbells through the whole podcast. You know. Uh, yeah, and you're setting his poor form. Indeed. Um, I don't think in the long run it'll be that big a deal. I think Finn Balor is a huge star. We certainly know it after that TLC match. Will we ever have Sister Abigail versus the Demon? I don't know. I believe it was Corey Graves on. Uh, was it on TLC or Raw? I don't remember. He said Asuka, something about Asuka is infectious. Is he accusing Asuka of infecting the Raw roster? I I think I Did I you hear that? You might I I, yeah, I think you might have been reading a little too much. <laughs> I just think it was an interesting choice of wording there. Infectious. 
I, I don't know if he should have used that word. <laughs> I don't think it was the right time for that. I don't think. You better ban that word, pal. Uh, yeah. Fuck. Can we go talk about TLC now? Like yes. TLC? Yes, we can do that. Okay, cool. First match was uh, pretty predictable. Sasha and Foxy. Yeah. I was like, okay. I would have rather Nia Jax versus Sasha Banks and Sasha Banks going over clean. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I like Nia Jax, so... Me too. She's my champ. She is. That's true. On uh, the match, first match of the pay-per-view proper, I was surprised they opened up with Asuka and Emma. But I guess they wanted to... You gotta start the crowd like, you know. Uh, now, this match, I guess I'll ask first what you thought about it. Uh, first off, I mean, it's undeniable. Asuka made Emma look really good. and But we know Emma's really good from the match she had with Paige in NXT. And she also fought Asuka in NXT. She did, but that was kind of after she went back. Did right. she go back down? Da- yeah, she went back down, she right? She went back down. Right. But I'm talking about Emma's first run. Emma's first run, she was wrestling. And she was out wrestling a lot of them. But like after, once they started with the, the bubbles on the main roster, they're like, okay, you're pretty. Go do things. Who? Why? Is it because like... Where did that dance come from? I don't know. Was she, I know she had bubbles in NXT, but she was definitely a wrestler her first run in NXT. I, I, who came up with that gimmick? Like, I don't even know. I, I, I'm afraid. To, I don't want to discredit it because I don't know if it, if it was like a dusty idea or mm-hmm. what. But it's just odd. Well, I didn't like it, but less than that, I, I liked, I disliked more. The fact that they made her not a, not a good wrestler after that, right? Like they're like, okay, they, they like they started fucking with her matches, like just lose, just just go out there and pull hair and slap and that, you know that's not Emma. Emma has the fucking Emma lock, which is the Muda lock. Yeah, for anyone that doesn't know. Man, I wish I understood more about how things go and why they go, but I don't. That's what this is for. We're not PhDs. You know, you know what we should do? Uh, go to wrestling school, like you keep saying. That too. But also, I'm thinking next year we do that uh, performance center tour thing they do, the all access. I really want to do that. That would be awesome. Like, if the doctor finds out that I'm terminal, I'm gonna put that on my Make a Wish, <laughs> and you can be my plus one. Yes. Dude, that'd be awesome. If if I if I end up terminal, you'd be my plus one. Cool. It's a it's a deal. Except for me, I think I might want to do like the WrestleMania access, the whole thing. Right. Rather, well, we we'd figure it out. Yeah. The WrestleMania access or the performance. I feel like center. the perform- It's a toss up because it's like, all right, who's 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 coming up at the time? Is it worth it? Who are we meeting? It's like, but yeah, but at the same time, it's like this is the performance center. This is like the, the, the factory where they create these guys. Mm-hmm. This is where the assembly line is. I don't know. It's, wow. The hand of Dusty like, was heavy there. Yeah, like how can I, can, I, can, I, can I take in the spirit, baby? Can I, can I, can I take in the essence, daddy? You know, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I'm, I'm saying I don't know a lot. <laughs> I read an interview with, I think it was, it might have been Jericho or it might have been someone else, I don't remember specifically, but supposedly Dean Ambrose 
has a fantastic Dusty impression. I heard the first episode Dean Ambrose was on, and yes, he does, because Jericho has everybody do a Rhodes impression. Ah. But it was Kevin Owens who mentioned it yes. on the Edging Christians podcast. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I read that. that, that that's why I read it. <coughs> I would love to hear it. I got to Google it. It's on, it's, on, uh, it's on Jericho's podcast, say, right? Now, are you talking about the Owens thing? or No. Um, the first is Dean Ambrose. Ambrose's Jericho Dusty Impression. Yeah. Check it out. Um, a while ago. I was still working at the Messenger company. Wow. I, I remember I was listening to the episode on the job. Was it like the, the second or third episode? No, later than that. that was yeah, a long time ago. Overnight at the time. It was a long time ago. Back on track. Back on crack. No, track. Damn it. Because then we'd be off track. Oh. Way well, off track. We'd be way off. Other side of the tracks. Yeah. Tracks. The next thing on, on the thing. Uh, I think we were still talking about Asuka versus Emma. Great. It was a very good match. I liked it a lot. Like I said, Asuka made Emma look really good, but Emma is really good. Yeah, my issue with that was, like, the fans... People like, oh, Oscar wasn't dominant enough. She was having trouble with Emma. It's like, what do you want? She's not fucking Goldberg. She wrestles mm-hmm. and does stuff. Yeah, let her showcase what she can do. To tell the story, you idiots. What do you want her to do? Just kick her in the head and that's it? Like, what, what are we doing here? And then there was the rematch, and now still, it's like, what do you want? That, yeah. that sometimes I feel like the fans ruin things. They do with their shitty attitudes, and it's like it's not the way I do it in my sandbox. I'd have Oscar beat Emma real easy, but it's like at the same time, it's kind of not their fault because the way they've built Emma is like not showing that she's a star, right? So the fact that Oscar had trouble against someone that. The WWE wasn't pushing as a star is the issue. Like, she basically stole the win to fight her. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's that's what happens when you don't build good uh, good stars. Like, you don't build stars properly, I guess. Right. Like, we were just talking about how great Emma was, what, five years ago? Yeah. I, I don't like to think back because then it tells me time's going by too fast for me. Yeah, like... It's been a long time since we've seen Emma showcase what she can do. Right. And she reminded us. So I have no problem with that match. Again, to go back to what you said, I have a problem with the booking. Like, Emma shouldn't have looked that strong if she's looked like shit the past four years. Yeah, and then all of a sudden she fights Asuka, who's this undefeated juggernaut, and it's like, Mm -hmm. he's he's in trouble. It's like she survived Emma. Yeah. yeah, If if, if they built it right, it would have been... You know, but I liked it anyway. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to more Vasca on Raw. Yeah. Uh, next up, let's see. There was a backstage segment with Team Miz. There was uh Jason Jordan and Elias. That was dumb. Where did he get all that fruit? That's a great fucking question. They did not address it. Like, yeah, and they didn't even have to wrestle a match. Yeah, and I watched the pre-show, and there was no produce on the pre-show. There's no produce in the arena. Unless it's from catering. I don't know. Tell, don't like, know. tell me something. Whose idea is that? I don't know. Alright, we're gonna... And I, I, I have another fucking question 
along the same lines. Like, whose idea is that? But much later. After Jason the Jordan is so vanilla. Like, I don't know what's happening there. I know. He's just kind of dull. They he, shouldn't have broke him off from Chad Gable. Nope. They gotta have him turn heel. That's the only way. That's uh, usually the progression. I'm sure I'm sure they're going to. They have to. He'll feud with Because, like, if you're unlikable enough, you just become a heel. Yeah. Um, Not to get ahead of ourselves, but did you notice Gable was the one killing Jordan in, on the... The uh, invasion? Yeah. Does that make SmackDown the heels? That's what I'm thinking. Right? Mm-hmm. But it makes sense because Shane's Vince McMahon's son. Right. So he's got to do that stuff. Mm-hmm. You got to strike first. Hashtag under siege. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was... We'll talk. We'll... Yeah, we'll get there, I guess. We'll, we'll get there. Uh, did you notice uh, new music for uh, The Gentleman? No, because I think I skipped that match. You would. I you, would. I, I'm guessing you didn't see him on 205 either. Nah. Purple Ropes, Jer Sleeps. Neville. Uh, there's a reason Neville doesn't like 205. <laughs> I guess. Um. So yeah, his original music was... Yeah, it's not It's not that anymore. It's it's something a little heelish. I don't remember. I, oh. I don't remember the melody. For some so. reason, I'm thinking of William Regal's heel music. Nice. Uh, Regal's awesome. Yeah. So that match, pretty much what we expected. Lumbar check. Yeah, but the facing one. That's what I wasn't expecting. Oh yeah, that's true. I, I was, thought the heels would win. I wonder if they're because um, Swan and Cedric have been teaming up for a while now. I wonder if they're gonna break them off and make them be a tag team. Why are the tag teams in two hundred five live? That's what I'm saying. Or maybe they're gonna make a cruiserweight tag division. They, I keep hearing rumors for every tag. There's gonna be a women's tag. There's gonna be. A- Cruiserweight tag. It's like, okay, do something then. I don't know. But it's like, there's going to be so many belts. <sighs> a lot of belts. I don't know. Cruiserweight tag titles. It's like Night of Champions have to be a fucking two-night affair. Yeah. I... Well, they're not doing Night of Champions this year, I don't think. I guess not. But, uh, well, maybe. I don't know. I haven't looked at the fucking schedule. Isn't every pay-per-view a fucking Night of it supposed to it be. should be Night of <laughs> Champions minus Brock Lesnar. Yeah, minus <laughs> Brock Lesnar. Oh boy. They should have a fucking counter at every pay per view of how many dates Brock has left in his contract. Oh yeah. <laughs> I wonder if he's gonna renew this year. Yeah, he will. I would. He's not going back to UFC. He's got a fuck. I mean, who has a better deal than Brock Lesnar? Nobody. Not even Vince. No, because Vince works every day. <laughs> what does Brock work? Eight days a year? I don't care. I'm jealous. He gets to farm and hunt the rest of the time. Mm-hmm. And do whatever he wants and enjoy life. And that's really what everybody wants. Now, this is this is a topic I feel like we, we've never broached. When Brock hunts... Does he have a weapon other than his hands? Yeah. Huh. 
Yeah. Because, like, if you're hunting deer or elk or whatever, like, they run fast. Like, he's fast, but I don't know if he's that fast because they have four legs. Hmm. And what, the minute they're spooked, you know, they'll sense him coming. Like, he's too big to come, to run at them without making noise. True. And he's older now. Maybe if he was younger, he'd be able to sprint fast enough and just, like, jump at him, break its neck, and just throw it over his shoulder and toss it into the back of his truck. <laughs> I remember, uh, back in the day when Brock brought the uh, Undisputed Championship to SmackDown and Taz would call him the Vanilla Gorilla. Yeah. That was you great. can't do that anymore. No, you can't. That's kind of... That's pushing the envelope a bit too far. Yeah, there's too many pussies out there. Now, I wouldn't be offended if someone called me a Vanilla Gorilla. Not me. But... You could call me a Shaved Gorilla. You could call me Vanilla Gorilla. You could call me a... a, 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 a Chocolate gorilla, apricot. And if you shave a gorilla, they're pink. Yeah. So, like, what, you calling someone pink? What does that mean? Well, they're giant fucking breast cancer ribbon? I guess. <laughs> How is that offensive? And gorillas also have tiny balls. Because they're giant. That's an interesting tidbit. You're welcome. Did a lot of research for that? No, I just listen to a lot of podcasts. <laughs> Did Joe Rogan say that? I feel like Joe Rogan would say that. It might have been him or Brian Callen. Ah. Those are your two favorites. One of those smart fuckers. Both very smart, both very funny. Well read. Mm-hmm. I wish I was well read. But like, even if I read, I wouldn't be able to retain. It's hard to retain knowledge. Yeah, I read... Um, I always wind up saying, look that shit up. I read Stephen Hawking's Brief History of Time. I don't remember shit from it. Exactly. We'll just keep, I, I don't know. There were, there were plenty of times I had to like reread a page three or four times to grasp it. We need room for wrestling in our brains. Seriously, like can't I haven't put all this shit. I haven't read a book like that since before the podcast. Wow. That's saying something. Someone's huh. probably listening like, yeah, you fucking guys. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, um, yeah, Kendrick and Gallagher lost by Lombard check. Uh, Alexa Bliss retained, and this is how you retained. Yes, because I I would never doubt uh, the princess of power. You know, because you you can't have her go around talking about how Mickey James is old and telling all these old person jokes, and then have Mickey James beat the champ, or have her even get disqualified. So that's good uh, that they did that. But Mickey James, she was she did very well. I was afraid it was going to be like in the old days when they kept calling her Piggy James and burying her and shit, but no, they didn't. Everything's fine. Good. Mm -hmm. And she had a post-match interview. I think post-match interview was cool because it's like she just fought a match and you could get like, it feels more real. That's that Kevin Owens interview again. He said that too. Oh, well, good. He said because because you're you're in the moment you you are emotional after the match you're probably least in character but you're also in tune with your, how your character would respond so you respond accordingly. I think I'm gonna do post match interviews on SmackDown now on Jared SmackDown nice. all the time. 
I used to do some. I just do all of it. So. Yeah, he was a good competitor. We're just, we're just happy to compete in the WWE. <laughs> uh, next segment, another thing you were right about. Seth and Dean gave Kurt a flak jacket. Yep. Did the entrance. They did. But Kurt also got his own. That's right. When he came back from the from the seemingly the, the abyss of of the back. In the back. Wait, wait, they're already? Holy shit. No. Oh. Well we kinda skipped ahead. Oh, okay. Because uh the flat jacket. Alright. Well we'll 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 get to the main event. Let's not jump ahead. Oh, okay. Let's not jump ahead. I'm not. I'm holding up like my hands like this, like stop. I'm trying to stop a train. That you are, but that train will kill you. It will, but yes. Nevertheless, I am telling it. Your arms to stop would just break off, or like just I don't know. I don't even want to think about it. It's making me nauseous. Bones breaking, sinew. Mm. Yeah. All right. So Jordanzo and Enzo wins with the apron. Oh, yeah. Assist from the apron. And the thumb right through the mask to right the eye. through the mask. I thought there was going to be a new Cruiserweight title. I thought I saw a black belt. He debuted it. I don't know if he actually brought it out to the house show, but it was... It was he took, Kalisto took a picture with it at a house show. Maybe they're not ready to debut it yet. Yeah. Was it going to be like his personal thing? Or? I don't know. And Enzo got a nameplate now. It's a... Microphone. Nice. Says he didn't have it before? No. He's it was just regular. Unprepared. Yeah. Well who knows? They probably didn't know they were gonna keep it on him or whatever. Still gotta make it. It still should make it. Um either way, yeah, I like the new I like the black cruiserweight belt I saw. I think and I couldn't really tell because it wasn't a great picture, but it looked like you know how on the real belts the plates are ab- above the leather. What do you mean? Real? It's not real? You say the Cruiserweight title is not a real belt? Other oh, belts. I'm sorry, because I was thinking about <laughs> my... I was I was going to originally say my belt, but then I said real belts. Oh, okay. Copy. Because like, I, you know, I have a, a replica, the expensive replica, the good one, but... We, we know, all know. We all know. I know. Your Listen. I've got it for you. Okay. But, you know, it's not the WWE Championship. Right. But, so on... Like, on the regular belts, the plates are above the leather. It looked like, in this one, the plates were recessed into the leather, where it was all, like, a smooth front. That's better, I feel. I think that would be really cool. Probably be tough around the corners, because, like, like, the edges might pop out. Oh, yeah. To, yeah. Oh. Hmm. Unless they have it, have the, the screws, because, you know, there are screws holding those in place, by the way, in case you didn't know. Yeah, we know. Um, unless they put the screws right at the corners. Who's to say? I don't know. But uh, I like it in black. Yeah, black is better. Black is better for almost everything. Yeah, purple. Come on, son. Uh, match, match the ropes. Purple ropes. But they don't do that anymore. Did they bring them back? I don't know. They Well, they, they, had, they had the top and bottom ropes purple. They had the middle one pink for the breast cancer. Oh. Make the posts are LED. Just make the post pink. You don't have yeah, to switch out the ropes. That would make it easy. 
Yeah. They should just make the post whatever fucking color they want. Exactly. Do that. Just do that. They're LEDs. It's like, hold on. Oh, I got, I got to wrap this tape around this rope. Uh, how long is this rope for? Uh, yeah, uh give me a minute. Uh, hit the fucking button. Yeah. <laughs> change the color. That's it. Good game. It's over. <sighs> so next was the Finn and AJ match, which was the match of the night. The match of the week. Match of the month. I think it's a match of the year candidate. Uh, it was a good match. <laughs> I don't know how to rate matches, really. I liked it. I liked everything about it. I liked at the end that they too sweeted. Yeah. Too sweet, man. I liked uh, every time Corey would mention how they were both former leaders of an infamous club. club. Gee, I wonder what that means. Oh, this is one thing that I just... Is Booker T drinking? Like, is he allowed to drink at the table? It's like... I think it was during the Emma and Oscar match. I, I think Jeff Jarrett wouldn't appreciate what you're implying here. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm being insensitive. <laughs> Fuck. I don't know. But Booker so you, so, so you think he's doing Molly's? Yeah. <laughs> Booker T's commentary is all over the place. He's a wreck. I don't know what it is. <laughs> There's some real shit between him and Corey. But it's like, I think it was on Raw. Mm-hmm. I think it was like an old person joke or something. Mm-hmm. Where he's like, Booker T's got a podcast. And Corey Graves is like, your, your podcast is on 8-track, Book. Something. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Like, oh, how he's from like a, from a different time or something uh-huh. like that. And then Book's like, what are you talking about? My podcast is like, look. And then uh, Corey Graves like, oh, come on, Booker. Like that. <laughs> Don't get hot. You know, Booker's commentary has been all over the place for the past couple weeks. Yeah, it's like he doesn't... I don't know. He stopped caring. Yeah, I, don't, I think he doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> so, I wonder if, like, the producers that talk into their headsets, I wonder if they noticed, and, like, they just stopped giving cues to Booker, and they just have Corey fucking fix him. They, if they just have Corey put him in his place. Yeah, that's fine with me, man. I don't... I mean, it makes for an interesting dynamic... I'd rather not have David Otunga back. Agreed. So anybody but him, and if that anybody's Booker T, then great. Whatever. Or Byron. No Byron. But, I mean, Byron's good for abuse, but that's about it. I don't want Byron and uh, Corey together on both days. Mm. Like, Tuesday's fine. Because, I don't know, SmackDown has a different feel for me than Raw does. It's like Cole, Booker T in the middle, and Corey Graves is good. Yeah. Because it's like Cole's the fucking mediator. Mm-hmm. Booker T, whatever. He just doesn't care. Right. It's like he's doing them a favor being around. Now, spe- speaking of commentary, why don't they just say Tom Phillips is off celebrating his hun- on his honeymoon? What are they saying? He's on assignment. Simon that assignment that that ass. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to come up with something dirty. Oh, he's uh, he's uh, he he's having pizza, pizza that ass. You know, because he's married mm-hmm. to his wife. Yeah, why not just say that? Why yeah, say, why, not say, why pizza say he's that on assignment? Yeah, why say he's on assignment? Or, or you're like, all right, what assignment? Are we not allowed to take time off? 
Just tell me. Yeah. Just tell me. Forever. I've been saying, commentators, just tell me. You know you're dead picky, right? <sighs> you do know that. What assignment? Okay. What What are we going to see him in that he's recording right now? Oh, you're expecting oh, to see oh. some stuff. Oh, maybe they're prepping for the sex tape they know was going to leak. Maybe. <laughs> That's maybe. the assignment he's on. Yeah, he's got to do the... Uh... I forgot the, what the industry term is for the sounds. Gotta do uh voiceover? Yeah, they do something with the It's not voiceover. Audio commentary? No. Well maybe for the extra commentary track. Yeah. I forgot what it's called, but it's basically they gotta redo, make sure the sound quality's good. Mix it down. Something like that. Yeah, sure. Mix it down. <laughs> you know. Fuck it. Uh Do you miss him? No, but don't fucking lie to me like that. Don't fucking lie to me. God damn it. I'm sick and tired of being lied to. <laughs> I want the truth. <laughs> you can't handle it. I guess I can't handle it. I want truth. it anyway. <sighs> I mean, if if they do, if he does release sex tape, or if his sex tape does leak, they're just going to fucking denounce him anyway. Tom Phillips isn't one of us. He's not ours. He's a rogue agent. Yeah, I don't think there's a sex tape, though. He doesn't strike me as the performer type. Did Brad Maddox? It's true. Well, he kind of got caught on Instagram, though, you know? So I would think if there was something, we would have known about it by now. Probably, you know? That's all I'm thinking. Forcing it? Next was uh, Jason Jordan and Elias. Yeah, okay. With a roll up. I was I just wanted to hear Elias' song. I know, right? What the hell? <laughs> I wanted to walk with Elias. I didn't want to watch Jason Jordan wrestle. You hear him you hear Elias starting to get pops? Yeah, dude. I don't want that. He's a, he's <laughs> a heel. He's a he's a bad guy. Alright. I'm rubbing my head in like exasperation because it's main event time. Alright, so, first of all, there's a, a bunch of memes going around. Are there? I haven't Kurt Angle's uh, shield entrance. Oh, yeah. One okay. of them is that he looks like a Make-A-Wish kid. Oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> when, he's, when, he's, when he's smiling and he's behind them. Or it's like, when, you, when you're with your squad and your dad has to come. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kurt. But it was still kind of cool. I liked it. But I, I like to know why Seth is not doing the role. He's not doing the role. When he jumps up, when they jump over the, the what's that thing called? The, the guardrail? The guardrail. I think, or barricade, they call it the now. Barricade. It used to be called the guardrail. I think because uh, of that one time he tripped going over. Oh, he did? Yeah, he caught his foot. Oh, I guess. Like, he still managed to roll, but it was kind of like, you know, one of those light... awkward? Yeah, it was one of those life flash, flash before your eyes kind of moments, because you could really actually break your neck doing that. Yeah, that would suck. Yeah, so he's like, ah, let me not do that. I, I guess I forgot about that, but yeah. So what, did you not like the match? A lot of people online are shitting on it. Well, they shit on everything. They shit on Emma versus Asuka. Very true, but like, if... Was it like 40 minutes? I don't know. I didn't time 
it was damn long. And that's not, that's not a pun on Kurt's damn true thing. It was damn long. Right. Now, I'm okay with that. Personally, I didn't have a problem with it, really. I thought it was fine. It was good for what it was. It went a little long. I feel like um, Strowman... I feel like... No, Kane went to get his revenge on Strowman late. I feel like that should have happened sooner. You remember because... It was like an accident, though. Wait, yeah, Kane... Okay, Kane hit Strowman with the chair accidentally, right? Right. Strowman, like, shoved him down. And then S.H.I.E.L.D. started to take advantage, so they were back on the same side. Fifteen minutes later, they were up at the, on the stage, and Kane's like, ah, oh, fuck you, I'm not taking that shit. Yeah. It also doesn't make sense from, like, a logic standpoint, because don't you want to win the match? Yeah. It's, it's, it's about the match. Win the match, and then try to beat up the monster. Yeah. But I guess it's like they needed a way for the faces to win. You can't have Kurt Angle. You can't have the Shield lose. Right. They had to. They had to take out Strowman somehow. Right. And they, the, they had to murder him. Now, now here's my question: Did anyone check that garbage truck before they dropped Strowman in it? Did anyone check to make sure there was no mutagen in it? Because we know what happened to Shredder when he fell in the garbage truck. Well. Here's the thing, I'm going to stop you. Okay. Nothing happened to him when he fell in the garbage truck. The mutagen was at the end of the movie, at, under the boardwalk, and then he became Super Shredder. He didn't become Super Shredder, he just survived the, the garbage dump. He just came out of the garbage, his hand stuck out of the garbage. You're remembering the movie incorrectly. Probably, it was a very, very, very long time ago. Yeah, it was, I think they... Like, oh, they, 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 like, used, like, the audio or whatever at the Vanilla Ice show, and it, like, made it really loud on the guitar thing, and it, like, blasted him out of the side of the building, and then he came back as Kevin Nash. What do you mean, Kevin Nash? Super Shredder. No, I'm talking about, no, sh- yeah, Super Shredder. Kevin Nash. Orokusaki. What are you talking about? His Nash. real name is <laughs> Orokusaki. Right, okay. Is that, is that what we're doing now? You're doing a thing? <laughs> How about I fucking remember Shredder's real name? That's good for you, buddy. That's Shredder, man. You know, but yeah, you totally remember that incorrectly. But Sorry. yeah, no, there was no mutagen in there, and he is dead. We don't know that there was no mutagen in there. I think Shredder was dead. I don't think he. They crushed him. Uh, no, I heard crunching. Yeah, that's the fucking. Is that like a styrofoam garbage and... truck? Is it like a movie garbage truck? Gotta be right. Mm. So I'm thinking they just borrowed one from like the local whatever, but it's like I don't know if you could put a person in there. Here's the thing: there's um, there's a thing in the bu- in, in the back. Now I'm saying in the back, but like let's let's say where you dump the the garbage in. Let's call that the front. Okay. There's a thing in the back wall that they call the blade. Right. It's kind of it's basically a wedge, so that the stuff gets pushed in and it gets wedged underneath, right? Okay. So, what they probably did, they probably just took that out. So, Strowman's got like 10 feet in there. Copy. That's my guess. That's pure speculation. I only know that thing is called a blade because of Garuch. Because uh, he is a one of, as they call him, New York's strongest. Right. Our sanitation crew. 
I know a bunch of sanitation food, but I but Grooch told me that it's called a blade. Well, you have expert knowledge here, and that the crush thing is called a hopper. The thing I that, didn't know the thing you get tossed into. It's called a hopper. That's good. I feel like the announcers didn't sell uh, the attempted murder enough. Seriously. Yeah, that, that I feel like the reaction was a little like, uh, like this is. A, we know this is bullshit, guys. So we're not gonna try to sell it to you. Yeah, get, getting put in the back of a garbage truck a little bit worse than that ambulance crash. Yeah, and I feel like they didn't. Not even the wrestlers reacted to it like, Jesus Christ, and like it looked like they just no sold it. I don't know. It was like okay, bronze out. Let's finish the match. Yes, so because they want to win the match, and the spot with the chairs, you knew it was coming. Oh yeah, you knew that was coming. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was a little off because Kane was kind of looking up, like you know how like it was on angle from yeah. where the hole in the ground was. And he's looking at he's like, you know, you move, right? can, can you can you move? Because I because I can't move that. It's on I the gotta, ceiling. It's like I gotta do this, so you gotta come. You, you, you think it'll you think it'll just, it'll work? Just put some. Just move it on you. So it looks like it happened to you. So so convenient that they had a camera set up under there to see it from below. Yeah, it's almost like they had foreknowledge. I mean, this mm. is a spontaneous thing. I know, right? You, you can't do stuff like that. It doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. So, and I, that was told. I mean, Cena was the first to do that. Right. His match against Wade Barrett. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and you saw it happen. Mm-hmm. Like he wasn't in a hole and was coming down. Like you saw it. Yeah. I thought the match was cool. Kurt Angle. What about that spot where uh, it's like when they came when he came back and tossed he angle slammed Cesaro through a table. Yeah. He uh, did he angle slam Sheamus too? He angle slammed Sheamus, I think, on the floor. Right. But when he got back in the ring, he got tossed out of the ring, and it was awkward. Like it looked like he got caught in the ropes a little bit. Do you remember that? Vaguely. Yeah, it's like, I can't even describe it. It's like he was doing a backflip out, but he got snagged on or something. Like, I'm picturing it, but I think I'm picturing it based off your description, not based off actually remembering it. Yeah, it's very bad, I know. Uh, But uh, I'm glad that Kurt got the cover on the dumbass. I'm also glad Kurt's okay. Yeah. But he did good. Yeah, he obviously passed WWE's physical. Which they I, I read they gave him the physical on Friday, before, and then they checked him off. He passed, and then they made the announcement. Could we? Could we, at Survivor Series, maybe get Kurt Angle? What's Don't the shame man too? Damn it! <laughs> There's no glass freaking uh, stage shit anymore. Not well, unless they do it, unless they put glass shit. Man, I'd love to see... You know what? Not even... If it, all right. So, they don't fight. But... Shane has to get angles slammed. There has to be retaliation. I'm okay with that. It's not going to be this week. Maybe next week. Like, maybe not today. Maybe not tomorrow. No, but well, soon. I legit mean, like... It shouldn't... It'd be too obvious. Like, I'm glad they didn't do it this past Tuesday. Mm-hmm. When Raw comes. It should be when SmackDown least expects it. Right. Fucking garbage truck. Is Jinder Mahal smoking that good Indian hashish, man? Because you're challenging Brock Lesnar. Smoking something. And you think you can beat him? What? Well, he's got his uh, 
two little mincy faggot balls to back him up. I I have a feeling that there's a possibility that Jinder Mahal could win. Yeah, with a nuns on the line. Seeing appearance. Yeah, they could. The two of them could attack Paul Heyman. That'll distract Brock. And Brock doesn't really need help. Mm. So like, if he loses through shady shit, it's like okay. Fine. Yeah, not like, not like anyone's gonna help him anyway. And then Jinder Mahal can keep running his fucking mouth, and that makes him look like a bigger target. And whoever beats him goes over huge. We'll never hear the end of it. No, we're not. I just don't want John Cena to be the one to beat Jinder Mahal. Because it's like it'll be like the Rusev thing all over again. Mm-hmm. Cena should stay out of the main championship picture. Yeah, man, I think he should. He's He's really a part-timer now. Mm-hmm. And he earned that, but it's like... Yeah, man. Hopefully Roman comes back soon and we can get things rolling again. Yep. So let's talk about this invasion. <sighs> okay. What about it? Well, let, let's talk, okay, let's talk about the lead-up to Survivor Series. They're going to have each champion face the other show's champion. Right. So that means... What's on the line? Pride. Bragging yeah. rights. Oh, wasn't that a pay-per-view? You can't hold it. You can't touch it. It doesn't matter. Uh, I'm just shit. Maybe, maybe they'll get a trophy. Maybe. They could make a trophy yeah. of Vince McMahon's brass balls. Or his ass. He joined the oh, Vince McMahon yeah. Kiss My Ass Club <laughs> forever. And there'll be like a... It'll come with a little chapstick. <laughs> what if? I heard this somewhere. What if, like, the winner, the winning team of the male superstars is the the show gets the number 30 pick in the Royal Rumble? I mean, that would put something on the line, sure. That's something. And the, and the, losing, and the losing team has to get number one. Okay. Yeah. Good. 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 How do we? How do we? That's their fucking problem. I'm not figuring that shit. It out. is their problem. Uh, yeah. Well, okay. So, I'm supposed to believe that the SmackDown locker room, both faces and heels working together, minus Ginger and the Sings, minus the Usos. Fuck. There was someone else that wasn't there. They. Oh, minus. Shelton Benjamin, Shelton was there. Gable was there. Yeah. Shelton wasn't. There was someone else that wasn't there that I can't think of right I now. I know Nakamura, Rude, Ziggler, mm-hmm. Styles, uh, Natalia, Hype, Hype Bros, Hype Bros, Becky, Becky, definitely Naomi. I don't remember. I don't recall either. Naomi might not have been there. I feel bad if she was there. I'll look up the Instagram pic. Was Carmella there? No. I just didn't like that everybody was all together and shit. Like, kumbaya. Yeah. And then I'm supposed to believe the next day they're gonna fuck each other up. Yeah, seriously. Uh, WWE posts a lot of pictures on Instagram. Was it not their Instagram? Was it someone else's? I'll find it. I think I got one. I follow... Now here's a picture of the SmackDown crew running through the raw lock, the raw uh, backstage area. Uh, but there are people behind people, so it's difficult to see. New Day, as far as people we haven't listed so far, New Day and Ty Dillinger were there. Okay. 
Okay. Let me just go to the hashtag on the seat, see if that works. There's a picture of Natalia grabbing Zack Ryder's dick. Yeah, that was for like That's hilarious. a quarter of a second. Yes, it was funny. Bro, long enough. Rusev was also there to me, and Carmella was there. Oh, um, yeah, I see her. I see Carmella. Yeah. Yeah, that's right, Rusev. Charlotte wasn't? Yeah, because she was, you know, top dog. Whatever. I don't mean that in a derogatory fashion. I know. Uh... Tamina? I think I said Tamina. Um, one of us said Tamina, I think. I might have. But yeah, I have a... So yeah, I have a group photo of them. Like, they're all cool and shit. Yeah. I'm looking at the same pic. Styles. AJ Styles has his arm around Dolph Ziggler's shoulder. Yes, he does. We need to, we need to uphold the face and heel dynamic kayfabe, brother. That's what I'm saying. Like Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens weren't there. Oh, yeah, Ke- it's Ke- like, yeah, Kevin Owens probably selling his injuries. I feel like this is sending a mixed signal, right? I always feel this way about who gets involved in pull aparts. Because mm-hmm. it's usually like the undercard. Mm-hmm. It's like AJ Styles, I get. He was there. He was already there, yeah. He was already there. He's A number one. He is the face that runs the place. And. Corbin, I get. Yeah. Because he just wants a fight. Like the only heavy hitters is Baron Corbin. Like, in regards to the way they think, because he has a title. Right. Like, Rude's awesome, I love Nakamura, but to me, this doesn't look good for them. Mm-hmm. Well, Big E's a heavy hitter also. He no, I get it. Like, house. the New Day. I'm not talking about, like, power. I'm like, mm. star power. Oh. Star power. Well, Corbin, Nakamura. Yeah, I know, but, like, you know, you should have had Sami Zayn there. But it's like, oh, yeah... Shane doesn't like Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. Shane doesn't like Kevin Owens. He doesn't trust him. That's probably why he didn't bring him with him. Jinder Mahal, he's got important champion things to do. And, you know, nobody's going near Rock Lesnar anyway. I wonder if there was a house show that they had to keep some people at. Like, these are the people that could have, that... Okay, who's either, at the house show? Either already competed at the house show. Oh, okay. Because I'm going to say, who's at the house show? And they ran over. Or whatever. I don't know. I'm being nitpicky because it's like. <laughs> and so, um, how did Shane arrange this? Did he send out emails, text memos, message. text, mass text, like, "Hey, whatever, whatever, show up here, lol," mm-hmm. and everybody's like, "Okay, okay, okay." Breezango aren't there. Okay, all right, that's fine. Then. No, no ascension. No ascension. All right, we're gonna sit here and list. Every person on SmackDown that didn't show up to the fucking thing? Yes. Yes. Can we instead talk about how <laughs> Sami Zayn is not on the Survivor Series team because Kevin Owens didn't help correctly? Yeah. Well, ref error, heel stupidity. I'm thinking they're both not going to make the team. Probably. They're going to... Shane's going to do something with them. Maybe. The, the rumor is... Uh, Sammy versus Randy and Kevin Owens versus Nakamura. Hmm. But it's like, wouldn't you want them on your Survivor Series team, Randy Orton and Nakamura? Yeah. 
but I'd be okay with a Nakamura Owens program. But it's like Zayn and or flip it. Let's flip it. You do Nakamura versus Sami Zayn too. We haven't gotten a rematch yet. That's right. And you can do Kevin Owens and what? That would be a very good match. That would be a very good match. Sami Zayn's still dancing, but to be a dick. Yeah. That's I like it. Cool. I like it. I like how he fucks with the hat that everyone finds obnoxious. Yeah, he's kind of... He's got natural, like... I feel like we're kindred spirits in a way. And the fact that I don't still don't like Sami Zayn. But <laughs> it's the reason I feel some people don't like me. And it's because it's like... He has the ability to be unlikable in just being regular. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. There's something about him that's like... He's not trying to be... But he's kind of dicky. Like, yeah. the way he comes off is weird. Mm-hmm. I, don't know. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about right now. Just, just kind of rubs you the wrong way. Yeah, maybe not intentionally, but I feel like that's kind of how he is. Now, let me ask you. Do you remember what Shane said about why he put Raw under siege? I thought it was because he was taught at an early age. Start a fight, you gotta hit first. Yeah, does I think the why the reason is important? I think that reason was given to us just oh okay we gotta we gotta promote Survivor Series let's do, let's do this and just fucking throw out a reason. Well, it didn't help that Kurt was talking shit. Hmm. You know. That's true. And Kurt James McMahon, he's not gonna just fucking take that shit. Hmm. So there's that. So, you know, we got Brock Lesnar, we got Braun Strowman. You know. Oh, wait, how many more dates is that for Brock? Uh, that's what Shane should come back with. That's, that's what he should have, but it's like... Talk about his contract, because, I mean, Kurt signed that contract. Actually, I guess, theoretically, McFoley signed that contract. Or, probably Stephanie more realistically, Stephanie, because she's the commissioner of Raw, who is not around, ever. Thankfully. And I'm okay Thankfully. with it. I'm okay with it. Okay, yeah, please. Um, but, but you know, Shane's there, like, most weeks. Yeah, more so. He's, I mean, he. I think he took a day off when he crashed in that helicopter, but, you know. What do you think of the possibility of Daniel Bryan wrestling again? Do you think it's possible? Like, I know there's rumors of him going out to, you know, ROH or whatever, but what about, like, at the E? Because they'd have to reevaluate him. Like they're, it w- they're Kurt, and you could put him in with somebody that's going to protect him. Kurt's thing was only partially his neck. Kurt's thing was drugs. Yeah. Prescription painkillers. But, like, Daniel Bryan's clean as a whistle. He has been. And doctors cleared him, but just not the WWE doctors, which to me feels kind of shady. But has his brain healed? You remember, he underwent a separate test, a different test. From what, um, from what the WWE doctors were originally doing, <coughs> maybe they had a feeling. Maybe they saw something that they couldn't actually pin down until they did this other test, and it showed a delay in his response time, and it showed lesions on his brain, which they said could cause seizures. And he's like, oh, well, yeah, I actually have been having seizures. I just haven't told anyone about it. And even Rhea was like, holy shit, really? Like, she, like, he even kept it from his wife. 
seizures, you know, like, this is serious shit. Like, prescription painkillers, if you're addicted to them, that's serious also. Kurt's been clean for four, four years and change now. Right. That's fantastic. But that doesn't mean he's more prone to injury. This lesion on Daniel Bryan's brain is pretty damn serious. Maybe you should have done those headbutts in that match she was talking about blowing you with off. You know, you know what? Like, and I would love, selfishly, I would absolutely love to see Daniel Bryan would you? wrestle like you don't again. Want I, I want him to. But it brings me back to the reason they put this wellness policy in place in the first place. Chris Benoit had the brain of an 85-year-old Alzheimer's patient. And the doctors that examined it post-mortem said it's amazing he didn't lose his mind sooner. We don't want that for Daniel Bryan. Yep. Definitely don't want that for Daniel Bryan. And we don't want that for you. But first, don't headbutt. Yeah, be careful with those headbutts. Jack Gallagher, damn it. Stop. Stop it. Yep. If you hashtag on the CEUs, there's uh, some interesting other photos on Instagram. Alright, well... Never mind that. Listen, <laughs> fucking Becky's leading the SmackDown uh, women's uh, team. I think Alexa's leading the Raw team because she said so. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I guess that's it. I don't know anything else. Can't think of anything offhand. Oh yeah, the Shield got their ass kicked. Oh, well, it was like 11 on 2. Yeah, I know, but they got beat up. Yeah. I think they were the only top team that got beat up. The only top guys that got beat up. Everybody else was like top guys. Yeah. Was gone. Yeah. Bar was gone. It's like they ran through the lower mid card. Yeah, but that was yeah, and that was when that was when they brought Kurt out. I feel like Kurt's acting for that. He, I feel like he didn't get directed properly. What was he supposed to be like, stop this, what are you doing? Like, he kind of looked sad. Because he's disappointed that Shane would go through such underhanded tactics. You know, he he's a guest on his show, and he disrespected him. No, I'm and saying like, when, he, when, he, when they had, they were, when they were forcing Kurt to look at Ambrose and Rollins, like, dead on the floor. Yeah, he's supposed to be sad. Mm. That's his locker room, isn't his guy? I don't know, he might have looked a little bit more angry. Maybe he's simmering on the inside. And that intensity is going to come out mm. when he angle slams Shane McMahon through the fucking floor. It's funny, there was, uh, I think Roderick Strong hit an angle slam this week. And Nigel called it an Olympic slam. Roderick and- Strong, the, uh, the roofer. <laughs> <laughs> Calling the Roderick... The roofer. Roddy the roofer. Also, like... Roderick the roofer. Roderick? Sounds like something out of Harry Potter. Yeah. Roderick, what kind of spell are you going to do today? <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to clean the gutters with my magic because I'm Roderick the roofer. I am. I'm also a chimney sweep. Either way, Nigel obviously didn't get the memo because years and years and years and years ago when Kurt first debuted... The Olympics said, yeah, don't, don't call do it don't call it the Olympic slam. Yeah. They don't even do that. It's not real wrestling. I mean it's not like they could have, you know, recorded over it, right? Overdubbed that. Oh wait. Nah. 
Oh wait, because he's like taped like a year and a half in advance. Might not care. Well, not now. They fucking just threw wrestling out of the Olympics. Bastards, fuckers. On that note, I got nothing. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this edition of the Basement Bookers podcast. Tune in right now for these announcements. Would the uh, Prius parked in spot 14A please move your vehicle? Not that one. We've reached the end of this exciting episode of the Basement Bookers podcast. And both Rich Deriz and Basement Chair really hope you enjoyed it. If you did... Feel free to leave a five-star review for us on iTunes. You can catch us on Stitcher and wherever podcasts are available. Feel free to check out the Basement Booker's Facebook page. Head over to Twitter. If you want to contact us directly, it's the best way. Richter is R-I-C-H-T-H-E-R-I-Z at Basement Jer. It's like Basement Jerk, but you take out the K. Thanks for listening, everybody. And the match of life is scheduled for one fall. So make it count. And do what the man says. Follow the bookers!